0: Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Our guest is in the building. Jerry Elston, South African TV presenter, host, MC, businesswoman. Known amongst other things for being that one black girl we look forward to seeing on MNET if Open Time was clear in your part of the TV. She was also the co-host for the first season of the reality TV competition Big Brother South Africa in two thousand and one. Jerry started her working career within the liberation struggle as a teenager on the Cape Flats. She later followed the move of one of her mentors, Cheryl Carolis, to Jersey to work for the ANC at national level. She also used her public profile as a celebrity to get involved in as many social projects as possible. She has assisted as an AIDS ambassador for the president's office and frequently frequently helps organizations like Reach for a Dream and the Orlando Children's Home at the invitation of the Ministers of Health, Jerry assists in highlighting the plights of those struggling with TB, HIV and AIDS. In 2001, she was appointed Head of TV and Broadcasting for Allenby Campus. 2002, she was Editor and Founder for the popular Soul magazine. Businesswoman, Entrepreneur, Networker and an eternal lover of dreadlocks. The <laughs> female version of Benjamin Button. Please make some noise for Jerry <laughs> Elston.
1: I loved every part of that. <laughs> Hello, Jerry. How are you? We need to stop meeting in malls. I'm so glad to be here. Uh,
0: well, one would argue this is a big broadcast mall, but <laughs> that's I, I, true. I think we've been uh, consistent. Have you been, Jerry?
1: I've been really, really well. I complained a little that you woke me up this early. Yes. Uh, but um, but I'm so happy to see you, and you're working with a lot of my favorite people.
0: Uh, in fact, our technical producer, Trav, has been your friend since you were 14.
1: Yeah, he knows a lot.
0: In fact, Trav should he, be in and here. He,
1: know. he he knows a lot. <laughs>
0: Uh, Paging Trav, please come in here. You are doing this interview.
1: I used to think he and I looked alike because we have those eyes that are perpetually smiling.
0: Yes. (laughs) How do you introduce yourself to people? Because for some people, you're still Jerry Ranzedi, for instance. Yes. How do you introduce yourself to people?
1: I'm Jerry Elston. Yes. I'm that effervescent, bubbly, graceful, um, p- always young woman yes. uh, who spends all of her time doing what she loves.
0: A lot of people will also say to you, how do you do it? You haven't aged a day in 20 years. Is there a deliberate I'm going to look like this until I die? Is it good genes? Is it
1: Fresh, I made a decision yeah. some a, a while ago Yep that um, I don't want to be one of those older women who yeah. have aches in their knees. So, so how do I do that? Um, I made one of those decisions that you can be young for as long as you want to be. Yeah. And um, I've taken that on as an, uh, as an exercise. Mm. And um, I eat really well. Yeah. I don't eat sugar, I don't take caffeine, I don't take alcohol, I eat no carbs, I'm really boring. If you put me in a lab, they'll find just water.
0: And you're looking banging, so <laughs> it, it must work.
1: It, it really does work. I sleep a lot. People don't see me out at night a lot.
0: Yes. So you you, you grew up but stayed responsible.
1: Hey, I. I you know, I'm 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 a grown up, but I enjoy being a child so yeah. much. I really do.
0: Let's go back to the child, the, not
1: 14, the, the
0: little girl on the Cape Flats. Yes. What, what are some of your lasting memories of that time?
1: Um, f- for me, unfortunately, of course, it's. I spoke to someone this week, and I said, I'm beginning to realize that there was so much fear. Mm. I've been thinking about all the, the violence in Bahala Park and so on. Mm. And I realized that there was so much fear and uh, such a desperate need to get out. And it mm. wasn't because of because you thought you were better, yeah. but it's because you knew there was better.
0: Yes. There's more out there. That's right. Yeah.
1: And you wanted to experience the more. Uh, and that was a big driving force for mm. me.
0: Where exactly did you live on the Cape Flats?
1: So... I was born in District Six, okay. with all that history and colour. The legendary Absolutely. District Six. Absolutely, yes. I was born in District Six, and we lived there until I was eight or nine, and then Group Areas Acts came, ah, yes. and we had to get out because we were living too close to the sea and too much too close to the mountain. Yeah, you
0: don't deserve that. Like, who are you to deserve to live by the sea yeah. and by the mountain? How
1: dare you walk out of your home every morning and look at Table Mountain?
0: When all of this is happening at Mm. the age of eight, did you understand what was happening? Did you understand how wrong it was?
1: Um, Not really. I didn't understand how wrong it was. Um, But I did understand that my mother didn't want to leave Mm. simply because it was... It was too daunting. Mm. She, had, she was a single mother of five children. Yeah. And I understood that where they wanted us to go to was going to be detrimental for her and her children. Yeah. So I, we had a game. Every time people came to move us out, um, my sisters and I would hide in a different uh, apartment that had already been deserted.
0: Ah. It
1: was a fun game.
0: Wow. 28 minutes after 6 Jerry Elston is in the building this is Metro FM the album drops today this is Mlindo on Metro FM features Questine Tabzi Matala 6.39 famous fresh Fridays ooh yeah yeah Mm. ooh Ooh yeah yeah yeah.
1: ooh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: are you uh,
1: I obsess over this song we I wonder know. why no the baseline the no, everything no of course and well, of nothing course, to do know. with the yeah yeah part it's got everything so you mm. walked into the house and
0: said like, Yeah, yeah Ooh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah are you done? <laughs> no we're not done only because we have a guest in the building yeah we
1: have to behave <laughs> Jerry Elston
0: is in the building um, please
1: don't sh- behave for me
0: okay we shan't behave for you
1: don't say that this is metro we are not done (laughs) and and, and i'm an old lady who needs a lot of fun so let's see how you do it
0: born and raised in district six at the age of what eight you guys are told leave
1: yes that's right you don't
0: deserve to live by the mountain why are you living by the ocean exactly so where do you guys move to
1: from there so so we moved to Mitchell's Plain. Yes. Uh, but people were moved to Valhalla Park and and Bel and and quite a few places. Yes. And we, we ended up in Mitchell's Plain.
0: Why was Mama raising five kids alone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the old South African story, my uh my father had children with more than one woman okay and uh for a while there he chose he chose the other family
2: wow
1: yeah so um for most of our our, of our youth when we were really young um, my mother brought us up alone phenomenal Mm. woman
0: did she ever explain to you guys where Papa was or you or you got it? you understood
1: We, we always knew yeah. we always knew he was the guy who popped in once in a while. Yeah. Um, I was telling someone just one of my nieces yesterday that there was a there was a time in my life when I just called him Uncle. Oh yes, because I you know it was so infrequent mm. that I didn't quite understand where he fit in.
0: Which milestone do you wish he'd been there for looking back at your childhood?
1: Um, I really wish that he was he was there around the time that I turned sixteen. Mm. Um, I think it would have meant a lot to me t- to to understand. You know, um, a f- a fresh. Y- you have children, and you understand the influence you have in the lives of your children. Mm. Uh, you influence who your son will become. Mm the kinds of women he will date and marry, but you also influence the type of young men and older men Mm. who will come into your daughter's lives. Mm. Uh, And I didn't have an example of a good dad. So I'm, you're always a little suspicious Mm. and then when you get a good one, you're not sure, how do you know? (laughs) And and that's what happens when you Mm. don't have a good dad. 6.42,
0: 6.42, Jerry Elston is in the building, famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. When did you become politically woke? Because you were woke from an early age.
1: Ah, but much. you needed to be woke in in the 80s.
0: Not uh, many kids were. Some kids carried on.
1: You, listen, when you're writing exams with a police or an army officer yeah. um, staring at you through a broken school window, yeah. you better be woke.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did that wokeness manifest in Jerry's life? I th-
1: my sister had, had been in exile for a while and mm. had come home. And I think it was her political consciousness mm. that, um, that rubbed off on me. Mm. I suddenly began to realize the inequality of what was going on. Mm. The intimidation. I mean, who puts an officer with a gun? In an exam room. Yes. Who does that? Mm. You know, having to pull buckshot out of your friends. Wow. Um, these are the kinds of things that make you say, so far, no more for me.
0: When did you become fully invested in the struggle? Do you remember that defining moment?
1: It was, there was a point at which, ah, oh, some of these things. I can't talk about, not because of emotion, but just because of the stories themselves. Mm -hmm. But there was a point at which someone told us that um, there was a person we were spending our time with who was actually, had infiltrated our family, so to speak, and was sharing information. Geez,
0: okay. And askari, if you will.
2: yeah.
1: And it's kind of when you become uncomfortable. My mother then made the decision that I wouldn't go to um, the school in our neighborhood and that I would go to a school that was much further away. Yeah. Um, and to some extent, at the time, it was my saving grace. Um, I was already... Uh, in the church Mm. as a a young person. Um, So I always knew that God was looking out for me. Uh, But to some extent, to bring my mother peace, that was a saving grace. Was
0: the Asghari ever identified?
1: Uh, Yeah tell us more <laughs> no um, I we were told who it was yes so uh, we and we weren't a political family so to speak yeah um, but my sister had affiliations ah. it was <laughs> I didn't have affiliations until we found out about that yes. you know it, it pushed you in one direction or the other
0: so how does ma carolis? Get involved. I mean, how did you guys hook up?
1: Well, between between her and um, Dala Omar mm. and Trevor Manuel, they were really running the movement in the Western Cape. Mm. And there was the one time when we were told—it was quite a scary moment when we were told if anything ever happened to you, dial this number. Wow. And
0: uh <laughs> well, find a tickie box first, but <laughs> yes.
1: yeah, first, you need to find a tickie box, and then dial this number and it was It was a scary time, but we knew that we knew who we were looking up to, we understood their politics yes. we we drew from their strength um, and and we I certainly stayed steadfast mm. in the fact that. A change must come.
0: Yes.
1: Um I wasn't a stone were, thrower.
0: Were you prepared to die for that change?
1: Whew. Listen, I'm prepared to die for Jesus and my family. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been prepared to die for,
0: yeah. for my politics, if yeah. I be honest. Jerry Elston is in the Metro FM building. Quickly, your markets with Sam Kem Chongo. This is fresh bears. Busi and Mpumi, This is Metro FM. Fresh breakfast until nine this morning. Famous Fresh Friday's guest this morning is businesswoman, Jerry Elston. You might know her as a TV darling from the Mnet open time days. But um, yeah, that was then. And this is now. Let's talk about hair politics. Yeah. Before we get back to politics, politics.
1: I'm quite comfortable with hair politics.
0: You've worn your dreadlocks for the longest time. Do they hold any meaning or is it just hair?
1: It holds absolutely no meaning. Yeah. It is um, natural. It is beautiful. Um, I believe that dreadlocks accentuates the African woman's um, beauty. Yes. Um, And it suits me exceptionally well.
0: How long are they now?
1: Um... Listen, uh, someone cut my hair. I asked them to trim it, and they, they cut it short. Well, they, they cut it down yes. um, from all the way from uh, it was down my lower back, and I was so traumatized. So it doesn't have great meaning, except that I really loved my long dreads. Mm. And uh, they then styled it up. And when I took down the style and I realized that they'd cut it to my upper back, I thought... You know, my husband is Caucasian, right?
0: Oh, uh, Yes. Kerry and Jerry sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. You know. Yes.
1: And my, believe it or not, Fresh, my biggest concern was if this man comes home and he sees my hair's been cut that much,
0: Yeah.
1: what then? Yes. And isn't that interesting? So it's kind of become a family heirloom.
0: How did you meet Kerry?
1: Um,. He was actually a friend mm. uh i done he was with mercedes benz he was the the chairman of financial services for them, and yeah. I did a lot of work for Mercedes at ah, some point yes and um I actually helped him out with his daughter on, on an occasion or two when she'd come from Canada she mm. wanted to experience South Africa ah. and um yeah, so we were actually friends, and after my separation, mm. um, he was he was there, and he was a really good friend. He mm. was the friend who would call and say, "Are oh, you doing okay?" Yeah, you know when 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 I felt like I had no one. Mm. You know, sometimes you feel like you have no one. You forget that you have people. Yes. I have to say that because some of the people listening this morning. Mm. But um, you forget that you have people because you feel like there are things you need to go through on your own.
0: When you look at the lost love before you met Kerry,
1: mm.
0: you guys were almost couple goals before there was even social media. Yeah,
1: we were the Brad and Jen.
0: Yes, you guys were like couple goals.
1: We were, We were pretty.
0: <laughs> Take us through having to walk away, not only from a relationship that was as long as what you guys had, mm. but also your media darlings, people looked up to you as a couple.
1: Oh, the trauma. Yeah. Uh, the personal trauma. Um, I think what you what you do in a situation, for me, what I needed to do is I turned straight to God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't I didn't even skip a beat. Yeah. Um for me it was how do I become whole because a whole Jerry will be able to deal with the media. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did was work on how do I become whole. Yeah. Um and I dealt with it privately, um, very privately, mm. um, with close friends, um and and family. Uh and by the time the media found out, uh, I was ready to, I always say when I speak, I say I was ready to drive top down in my Z4.
0: Which became a Merck. Had,
2: had, <laughs> had, but listen to this story.
1: Listen to this story. Yeah. Had to become a Merck for the proposal to even happen.
0: Exactly. It was
1: like... Don't make me uncomfortable. Thank mm. you. This car in my garage makes me uncomfortable every morning. I
0: can't show up at your offices in a BMW.
1: It, it's guts to go. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've, I needed to become whole yeah. before I could deal with, with anyone or anything else. And when, when it did come out, mm. I, I, I felt like it needed to be dealt with with grace. And the media was so respectful, mm. um, maybe of me. A lot of what happens in the media has to do with who you are, Mm. how you handle yourself and how they handle you. They would handle me the way fresh they would handle you Mm. with great respect because you've only ever shown respect. Am I wrong? The
0: emotions you go through when you're going through a divorce. How do you deal with, for instance, the anger?
1: I didn't... I didn't... um, I didn't go through any anger. Mm. I went through pain, um, but not so much anger. And that's why I'm saying I needed to become whole because I was broken. So um, there are things that you need to get over. But can I just say Mm. something about myself? Mm. I'm as strong as strong can come. So I can sit by myself and fix something by myself myself. I think that was probably something that played a role in my second marriage where yes. I felt I was strong enough to deal with everything by myself. And I had to learn to trust someone else with myself mm. <laughs> and that he was going to be there and yes. be the rock. Uh, that was another lesson I had to learn.
0: Absolutely. 708, eight minutes after seven. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're hanging out with businesswoman, former TV TV darling, TB advocate and, um... United Nations ambassador, even right, Jerry.
1: I'm a. TV I can't keep up. <laughs> I'm a TB champion for the World Health Organization.
0: Jerry Elston is in the building. Is she smarter than a primary school kid? Call us if your little one is keen to play against her. Zero eight nine double one o double three double seven. Today, Friday, twenty first September, twenty eighteen. On this day, in nineteen ninety two, Nelson Mandela and F. W. de Klerk agreed that they'd go back to constitutional negotiations. Situations. This was after the ANC had suspended talks after accusing the government of complicity in violence sweeping the country. This had been soon after the Wipatung massacre, when Madiba, leader of the ANC, decided to suspend his party's participation in Kodessa. Kodessa was at the time beginning to chart a way forward on a new constitution for the country. Mandela accused De Klerk of turning a blind eye to the violence. This agreement on this day in 1992. Chad de Don. This is Fede. Metro FM is where you're at. Chad de Don on Metro FM. This is Day. Famous Fresh Fridays. Hanging out with Jerry Elston. Is she smarter than a primary school kid? We're about to find out. Tell us about this Canadian man that carries your heart. Yes. The way he does. What was it about him that you said, you know what, maybe not the friend zone anymore. Come here.
1: Um You know, he is he's very handsome. Yeah. He had that, that he is. He had a way that he crossed his legs when when he was wearing his suit yeah. that I just thought, oh wow. Power. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um it mattered to me that he was Kind um, at the time. Yeah, he was maybe also at the time that he was discreet. Mm. You know that when he listened, he actually listened. Yeah. Um. But he's a he's the I honest to goodness. Mm. He is the funniest man I know. Yeah. There's this big thing between him and his son about who's the funniest but yes. dad is the funniest man i know he can bring the light into any situation he's the kind of guy who says this is work and mm. it's important but this is home yeah and this is just as important. And you've got to love that about a guy.
0: In, in fact, speaking of uh, who's funnier, um, uh, your son or your hubby, you have a colourful family.
1: I do have a colourful family.
0: Tell us about the kids <laughs> in the family.
1: So my husband has two children, Krista and Joel, mm-hmm. uh, and they live in Canada, but for a time Joel lived in South Africa. Yeah. And then I have my my sister's Two children who hmm. call me Mum. Okay. Um, and then I have uh, a daughter who is Swati. Her name is Lhato Okay. And then I have Pri, who is, shall I say, not Indian? Okay. Because it's a big. It's <laughs> it's a thing. Yes. So I have this, I used to call it the United Nations of Benetton sure. <laughs> uh, family.
0: United Colors of Benetton. That's right. Yes. It's
1: all, it's it's colorful. Um, they're all different ages. So
0: how did you end up with that mix, as it were?
1: Um, I was, I never had my own children mm. because of my tuberculosis. Okay. Because it was in my womb. Wow. And here was this phenomenal man who, who said, um, I, I know that you haven't had your own children, mm. but I know that you have a desire to parent. Sure. And as these children came into our lives, um, they just automatically started considering and calling Kerry and I mum and dad. Mm. And they, they visited and they just never left. Wow. Well. Uh, We fostered two really small children, Mm. even though we had the big ones, Mpo and Ayanda. And they were six months old and one and a half when they first came into our homes. Mm. And the house has just always been full of children who call us mom and dad.
0: I love that story. But there was also probably a collective out there, a collective TB in the womb. How? Yes. Please school us.
1: Um, so TB can, in fact, lodge itself anywhere in the body. The yeah. most common TB is the TB that you find in your lungs. Yeah. But um, it's possible for TB to, uh, for example, lodge itself in your brain. Yes. And it's called meningitis. Exactly, it yeah. can lodge itself in your spine. It's called polio. Okay. Um, it can, it can, you can have TB of the lymph nodes. Miss mm. South Africa had TB of the lymph nodes. And so did one um, of our local celebrities. In mm. fact, and um, and so I, uh, while I was going through fertility treatment, um, someone did a biopsy of my womb because this doctor was determined to find out why he couldn't get me pregnant. Yes, he did a biopsy of my womb, and in the lining of my womb, he found tuberculosis. Jeez. And I think it's an important wow. message to share that as Hence South ask, Africans, yes. when people can't figure out what is wrong with you, just say. How about we do a quick TB test? Yes. You know, it is the responsible thing to do, and you you just never know. Wow!
0: What kind of emotional roller coaster does it become when you find out that you can't have children?
1: Now that was a real roller coaster. Um, you know, it messes with your femininity. Mm. Uh, it messes with your desire that you've had since you played with little dolls mm. to be a mummy. It messes with you emotionally because you're at a point or an age in your life where you and all your friends have gotten married yes. and now you're all the at next that step. age. Right. Yes. You're all at that age where we're all trying to get pregnant. Because we mm. must have play dates. Mm. Oh my goodness. And yes. people and you know how people fuss about pregnant women? Yes. And you want to be fussed about at some point. But you know, people are getting pregnant, they're announcing their pregnancies, I'm hosting showers, and you're hoping that it will be your turn, mm. and you go for your TB treatment, and you think, okay, and you tell everyone after my treatment, and then you find out that your womb will never be viable Whoa. because of the tuberculosis. Wow. And at some point, I decided two things. Mm. The one is, I better tell the media Mm. because it was around about that time in in our lives as a country where anyone with TB was clearly HIV positive.
0: Oh, yes, yes.
1: So I felt I needed to get ahead of it Mm. and declare my own status. But I also had to um, nurse myself and tell my infertility story. Mm. And I actually found hope and healing Mm. in telling my story. So when i and and i've always wanted children yeah. and now i have children mm. and they drive me as crazy as anyone's children i slap them around <laughs> 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 and, and it's not abuse yes. <laughs> i declare and you know i i i tell the story now fresh and i say I wanted to experience motherhood, and I did. I Mm. mothered a six-month-old baby. Mm. At some point, um, Johannesburg Child Welfare brought a a baby to my home who was a newborn. Mm. The mother had suffered from depression and they needed a safe haven. And I mean, when I say the tiniest little thing that Mm. kept me awake all night. So now I've experienced a newborn, Mm. uh, a toddler, Mm. out of high school, into varsity, mm. <laughs> into the work environment, I've experienced motherhood in, in all in its all blessings its and its frustrations. Nice. <laughs> Ladies and
0: gentlemen, Jerry Elston is in the building. Are you than a kid? Good morning, Tumisho. Hello, Tumisho. How old are you?
2: I'm uh, five years uh, old. How old are you? Five.
0: You're five.
1: I'm five, sure. This cool. is the youngest this one. This is the youngest one. Okay, I, I can beat him. Let's go. Whoa, don't <laughs> be too sure. Don't be too sure.
0: Demi, to auntie Jerry is in the building. What's your first question for her?
2: My first question is: What is green plus brown? What is green plus brown? What is, what is green,
0: green plus brown? brown? Mm. What is green plus brown? Mm. Mm.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: It's a tree in the soil. I don't know.
1: It's purple? No. It's red. No, it's a,
2: it's a toy. It's a toy.
1: <laughs> I thought you meant if we
2: mix the colors. That's what I thought. Ah, That's the thing toy. about these kids. You never They're know. To
0: Misha, what's mm-hmm. your next question?
2: The second question is how many people are standing by that gate? How, How many, many people, people are
1: standing by that gate?
0: Which gate? Tomisha, sure which gate?
1: That gate. That You're gate. standing all by yourself at that gate.
0: What's the answer, Tomisha? Two.
1: Two. Two people, people are standing, standing by, by that gate. gate. There we go.
0: Yeah. Tomisha, what is your final question?
1: This is so unfair. <laughs> These questions are too hard. Give me an easier one, please. My
2: final question is
0: who is Vincent Bath? Who is Vincent Bath?
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just texting my husband real quick. <laughs> Are you Vincent
0: using Google Bath? Mail by any chance?
1: Who is Vincent Bath? Mm.
0: What he is the is answer, Vincent? to Michelle?
1: The answer is Mr.
2: Mailman is Vincent Bath.
0: Okay. Who's dentist?
2: Mr. Malin.
1: Mr. Malin. And Denton.
0: then who's Mr. Malin? Uh, why It's Vincent Bath. Yeah, we mm.
2: go.
0: Mm. And then who's Denton?
2: Winner. Uh, what? What's oh. <laughs> my
1: butt? Yes? Can you stop?
0: <laughs> to be sure, so you won. Uh, Auntie Jerry got zero. She's, <laughs> she's very upset. She's still trying she to
1: Google. I'm actually very <laughs> upset.
0: That your Google slow. is slow.
1: Is Vincent Bath your teacher? No. (laughs) So, what is Vincent Bath to you? Is your Mm mum asking me really hard questions?
0: (laughs) Uh, Jerry, walk away. Just walk away.
1: (laughs) Tomisho, who do you want to say hi to? I am so upset. I want to say, I want to say hi
2: to my mum and my dad and my
1: brother and who and. And the, oh and, and, and the two people at the gate and Vincent Bath. <laughs> <laughs> and my birthday was for honest children. Can I win a prize? Can
0: I win a prize? Um, okay, hold on a second. Uh, Uncle Ofenso will send you a t shirt, although he's waving frantically saying, I can't. Send uh, Uncle Ofenso Uncle, Uncle sent, sent, sent
1: it to Vincent Bath. Yeah. <laughs> and the other two people at the gate.
0: Dumisho, <laughs> five years old. <laughs> are you in primary school when you're five? Some, yeah. some, Yes, are. I started at mm. 5. I also started at 5. Hmm, look at you. Famous Fresh Fridays, we're hanging out with Jerry Elston. Uh, we'll spend uh, the next 55 minutes wrapping up and catching up with Jerry. Today is Friday the 21st of September. On this day in 1989, as part of a defiance campaign against the apartheid government, South Africa is hit by a nationwide wave of of protests on 6 september 1989 the majority of south africans witnessed an election in which they had no say this was to be the last all white election in mzansi this election took place under a state of emergency which had been in force for over three years it prohibited freedom of speech assembly and association under which arbitrary detention without trial awaited anyone Stepping over an invisible lion drone anyway, at any time, by any member of the Apartheid security forces. In a move to put forward the real issues concerning the majority, the mass democratic movement embarked on a defiance campaign launched at the beginning of August 1989. The campaign gathered momentum and spread across the whole country, embracing a wide range of issues. Happened on this day in 1989. DJ Kunis and Amanda Mo. This is Ameni on Metro FM. If I'm not mistaken, Amanda Mo is from Swaziland. I stand to be corrected. But anyway, it is famous, fresh Fridays. Jerry Elston is in the building. Thank you so much for waking up so early, hanging out with us.
1: You know, yes, Ever it was. Ever so gracious. But it was early. But then you walk into this phenomenal environment. Everybody's friendly. The music is, I mean, I can't think of any better thing to listen to on a, on a Friday morning. So I mean, uh, I mean. my exhaustion has is just gone.
0: Now, earlier on, uh, we spoke about you having TB in the womb. Yes. And as a result, we're unable to have children of your own but you turned your tb journey into quite a movement
1: i i did
0: and you didn't have to
1: but you did no i didn't i didn't have to uh but the realization that there are so many south africans who like me at the time didn't understand tb Mm. was petrified of it uh and that no one was talking about it mm. was even more scary. Um, possibly the reason it turned into a movement for me, fresh, was because it never really left me. Yes. And the reason it never left me was even though the bacterium was no longer in my body. I was now unable to have children, so it really never left me. So you'll never
0: forget. Right. Exactly, yes.
1: Um, But then I'd spoken to a doctor friend who did his practicals in the Eastern Cape, and Mm. he said, Jerry, you'll be surprised how many women are struggling like you struggle. And there's very little they can do other than being sent back to their mothers. I mean, just, you know, the days when when men wanted babies and you couldn't have it for them. Mm. And he said, you're giving them all a voice. Yes. Uh, so I continue because it's still, I don't know if you know this, but more people die of TB in South Africa than any other ailment.
0: Wow. Today. Yeah, in
1: 2018. In 2018. And it
0: shouldn't, it shouldn't be.
1: And this is why I continue to talk about it. Until those stats change, I refuse to stop. So
0: what is the message in 2018 regarding TB? The
1: message in 2018 is that we can all be leaders mm. um, to eradicate TB, which means that each and every one of us, from the moment you receive information, mm. you have a responsibility to share that information. Um Whether it's receiving information or whether it's getting tested Mm. um, and what the process is, we all have a responsibility as South Africans. Um, You are your brother's keeper when it comes to TB. Sure. What was
0: treatment like for you? Because I think one of the big struggles with treatment of TB is... A lot of people don't stay the course, mm. and as a result, it becomes multi-drug resistant. Yeah. because you took treatment and then you stopped because you felt a bit better.
1: That's right. And
0: and 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 now you're on a slippery slope.
1: That's the hardest part.
0: How was that uh, journey for you? And did anyone help you through your treatment?
1: Yeah, uh, I had my ex-husband by my side. Yeah. Um, but now, listen to this. Yeah. So when they found my TB, I wasn't ill. Mm. Remember. I was just trying to have a baby. I just want
0: a baby. Help me have yeah. a baby. So
1: my body wasn't weak. Yeah, I wasn't having night sweats. I I didn't have a loss of appetite. I didn't have any symptoms. Mm. I'm non-symptomatic, and now I've got to go on nine months of treatment, taking yeah. a handful of pills daily.
2: Yeah,
1: it's even you can say it's even worse for me because. By day four, I'm asking myself, why are you doing this?
0: Like, What am I doing, Jerry, what are you doing?
1: Day four of the first month. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it, right? Yes, yes. So it, it feels almost worse. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't easy. I had to stay the course. I had to be disciplined. Uh, Because I had to focus on what it was that TB was doing inside of my body. Mm. Who knew what it would do if I didn't stay the course? So it's very difficult. Staying the course is hard for everybody. The shortest course for TB treatment is six months. Mm. Um, After about two, three months, you're feeling much better. You're feeling stronger. um, You're not as weak. You're not having the night sweats. And people begin to think, well, you know, I'm, I've done this thing. I yeah. really don't want to go and sit in, in a clinic uh, for a day. And, you know, just imagine this. I'm in the middle of uh, Big Brother mm. and uh, the media is, is just going crazy. And I have to wake up and go and sit in a public clinic mm. Where you get there at 7 a.m., there's already 100 people in the queue before you. Yes. And I've got to go and sit and get TB treatment. Mm. So I'm sitting there in my tracksuit and my sunglasses on. Mm. And I'm not stigmatized, but I'm already embarrassed. Yeah. Can you imagine what this feels like for someone who is not Jerry? Yes. And that's why this was so important. I Mm. had to put the message out that if I could, they could.
0: How do we change that slip that people have to wait in queues? People have to pretty much give up a day Yeah, if not days, just to get treatment. How do we fix that?
1: The the process has changed since. Okay. And we are doing more to change it. Mm. We're trying to ensure that uh, TB patients are seen separately Mm. from other uh, patients, just because TB is airborne. Yes. Um, And of course, when you're sitting in that public hospital environment with other people, there's always the risk Mm. that um, you could infect someone else because. All it takes is a weak immune system. Mm. That's all it takes. Um, Your immune system is low. You're sitting next to someone um, who has active TB and BAM. We're also ensuring that patients have masks Mm. so that if they are sitting in environments where, where they have TB or that it's prevalent, that they are able to to wear masks. Mm. We we are attempting to get people in and out of the process as soon as possible if you're pregnant, if you're uh, diabetic, mm. if you're older, to ensure that you have optimum care and faster a faster process in the process. Uh, in clinics.
0: 18 minutes after 8. We're hanging out with Jerry Elston on Metro FM. She's off to the United States. She's uh, traveling with Miss S.A. Tamron Green. What on earth are they doing in the US? What is their message? We'll find out after this. We've all had really annoying liver moments at some point with our busy social lives, and sometimes a chilled night out turns into one of those lit nights you'll never forget. Your liver won't forget either. Or when you go back for third, sometimes fourth servings of chakalaka and chops with that one extra side of pup, Essential Extreme wants to hear about a time you know your lifestyle choices affected your liver. Call the studio between 10 a.m. and midday, and midday and 3 p.m. when you hear a presenter talking about Essential Extreme with a phrase that pays, I should have listened to my liver, and you could win 4,000 rand in takealot.com prizes. ASAP Rocky on Metro FM. Praise the Lord. It's 24 minutes after eight. The Metro FM Fresh Classic just after 8:30. It is a house music Friday. Which house classic would you like to hear? The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast. Our famous Fresh Fridays guest is Jerry Elston, and uh, we've just been talking about TB. Uh, Like Ziso14 on Twitter says, my mom had recurring TB for years. She's still not 100%. I also contracted it multiple times and I lost my left lung in 2014 due to the infection I got from TB. Our health system is failing us, guys. Imagine if I had no medical aid back in 2014. Nobody would have picked it up in public hospitals because for you to get a mere x-ray is a process and a half. I'm worried that my mom might have the same infection. How does it work with diagnosis, for instance? Because I know that since you were diagnosed with TB, Cherry, uh, a lot has developed and changed. Uh,
1: there's a um, there's a diagnostics machine called yes. the Gene Expert. Okay. Um, and um, USAID, the American mm. government, ensured that South Africa was one of the first is the first African country to receive the the machine. Okay. And it gives us the opportunity to diagnose um, your TB and get the information to you within days.
0: It used to take weeks, surely before. It right? used to
1: take months, um, months, depending even. on where you found yourself in yes. the country. So, um, it is unfortunate that uh, that some people uh, don't respond as well to some medications mm. as others. Um, But we have to start, we have to continue fighting. We have to continue to try. How do we get young people? We have to change doctors if we have to and find someone who will actually listen before we become despondent.
0: How do we get young people to give a damn about looking after themselves? Oh,
1: so... um, around the time of the World Cup when it came to South Africa we ran a program called Kick TB, where we went to schools we had soccer balls we had a mobile music um, and stage unit um, it, it was very costly but we went to schools across the country where we the, on the soccer ball, Fresh, mm. we had the symptoms and signs of TB written. Okay. And the child would need to read a symptom and then kick the ball as though kicking TB. Mm. Um, and it was very effective. But mm. these programs are, d- are expensive to run. Mm. I think that um, Fresh, you and I and others in, in, in an industry that attracts so many young people Mm. will have to try and come together and think of creative ways Mm. to become leaders to eradicate TB Mm. so that we can begin to appeal to them um, where they currently are at. Uh, But uh, going to schools is still big. Mm. Um, We just need to ensure that people aren't too embarrassed to come forward and to be tested. Mm. I was actually going to ask, in terms of the stigma how far are you with that battle? We're, we're winning the battle just as we are with the stigma of HIV. Mm. Um, a large part of my campaign in my early years was to say, I have TB. I don't have HIV, Mm. so that people understood that not every person who manifests with tuberculosis is also HIV positive. Um, And it's still a big thing that we need to get out there. Um, A large part of our statistics are what they are because of our um, the part of our community who who are HIV positive. Yeah. But we now have scientific proof that if someone is HIV positive mm. and when their TB is detected and they start treatment, they actually can can change the life cycle of their HIV and have a much longer lifespan because of the the uh, the um, it, Efficacy Mm. because of how effective T B treatment treatment is. Mm. I think also the other thing is that T B is still seen as a poor man's disease. Yes. Or a poor man's affliction. Yeah. So trying to get someone who's living in the burbs in an expensive German vehicle and saying when you cough, it might not just be something as simple as a cold or bronchitis. It might be worse. And this is why TB ambassadors are so important. Um, right now, one of my um, future ambassadors is a, a Greek doctor who has always been affluent, came mm. from an affluent family, etc. And um, he is currently on his TB treatment and is happy to speak out about it. Oh. Listen. TB takes no prisoners, Mm. it has no walls, it is airborne, it takes who is available to it. It wants a host and nothing else. Right. It is opportunistic. Um, And so the ignorance of our society to believe that you have to be poor in order to have some of these diseases Mm. is what is going to kill us. Yeah.
0: Metro fame is where you're at. It's famous Fresh Fridays with Jerry Elston. It's the fresh classic. Thank you, Ntokozo, this is your request. Tortured soul, I might do something wrong. The Metro FM fresh classic, this is tortured soul, might do something wrong. It might remind you of Kabzela's Mikonko Volume 2 Compilation CD. Where does it take you back to? Share with us. Hashtag is fresh breakfast. Kasi Swag says, I learned to mix with this song. We only had five vinyl records at the time and only two were house music. Oh, Kasi Swag. Thanks for sharing, man. Ha. Solanang says, reminds me of Club Infinity in Rustenburg. d Papa Stan says, just to remind us, that legends will be playing cowfella at Delicious this weekend. Uh, I am sure this song will go down. In fact, Papa Stan, if you're at Delicious this weekend, I'll play this song just for you. It's famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Jer- Jerry Elston. And we've been talking TB. We're going to just take a smaller detour and get a bit uh, up close and personal and deep even possibly. Mm-hmm. What are you most proud of, Jerry Elston?
1: I think I'm most proud of, of my children. Mm. It's my great pride and joy. I think my family, I don't know what it, what is it for you? For me, it's just watching them flourish yeah. um, and grow. Mm. Um, and for me, Especially a family that has been knitted together under such strange circumstances. To see them love and adore each other, um, it makes me feel as though Kerry and I did something right. And that for me is the greatest blessing.
0: Your biggest flaw, in your humble opinion?
1: Is that I'm a militant mum.
0: What does that mean?
1: It means that it's mum's way or the highway. (laughs) (laughs) honest to goodness are you
0: one of those go back to where you came from the sun has set
1: that skirt (laughs) we don't go out like that (laughs) and uh this is how the dishes get done everybody has i'm a i'm a militant mum.
0: do you think it's possible for men and women to be just friends
1: i think it is yeah You don't look like you believe it.
0: No, no, not at all. This is about you. In fact, that's how you and Habi started.
1: Yeah, but I also have two phenomenal friends, um, Vusi Zwane and Zuzi Yeah. who we've been friends for the last 25 years. Mm. um, And I know I can count on them for anything and everything. um, And they know I'm just a call away. Sure. You know, so, so, yeah, I do believe men and women can be just friends. Would you
0: rather be rich and lonely or financially destitute with lots of great friends and family? And why?
1: Oh, wow. Um... As I've told you, I'm I'm r- rather spiritual. Yeah. Uh, so I will actually never be destitute sure. um, or lonely. <laughs> um,
0: and you make your own clothes, so.
1: And and I'm pretty good at uh, with uh, a sketch or two. Yes.
2: Um,
1: so, family and friends are probably the most important thing to me. Mm. Um, but I also serve a god and ensure that I don't fall off the wagon in any other way so it's difficult for me to answer it as you've asked
0: please complete these sentences the one thing I've always hated about the entertainment industry is
1: the fakeness of um, I don't believe that the news is real I Mm. think that celebrities are hyped up more than they should be Um, and it makes them believe that they are bigger than they really are.
0: And many feed off that hype and end up living beyond their means.
1: Beyond their means um, and one contract disappears fresh and reality hits a little too hard.
0: Next question. I'll shave all my hair off. No. If and only if?
1: (sighs) If I was absolutely forced to do it um maybe for a health reason
0: ah okay my greatest regret has always been
1: um that i was not able to study further Mm. you know that i came out of a domestic uh, environment Mm. where i was never given that opportunity it's not too late it's never too late Mm tell my pastor that I'm going through Bible school and in fact and I, I'm a, I'm I, I love him I yes. love him but
0: yes. <laughs> in fact the next question love is beautiful, but love is also
1: um, painful mm. Nothing breaks your heart like loving someone to the extent that it hurts.
0: What healed your broken heart when it broke?
1: Um, focus integrity. Mm grace and faith
0: D- does the hurt ever reoccur as a flashback as um a-
1: you you need to be mature you need to be elastic in you need to be if you life is long bounce yeah. back sure. so even if it comes into your mind bounce back
0: mm. two more sentences to finish and uh, then we'll talk about you being a trainee pastor oh. Young girls, listen up. If you remember anything, I say remember this.
1: You are never too old to learn, Mm. and your mother is always right.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you're saying that to your
1: kids. (laughs) Hint, hint.
0: At my funeral, I hope this is what is said
1: She gave. Mm. She served. She lived with grace.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Elston is in the building. When we come back, trainee pasta? she'll tell us more after <laughs> I this know. comedy from Wonder Sights. <laughs> what a tune, man! Malums on decks with Shainamba. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. It is eight fifty-three. The bridge is locked, loaded, and on standby. But don't forget. The Global Citizen Festival. Mandela One Hundred is coming to Jersey. You can earn points to get your tickets by taking action. These actions range from sending a tweet, sending a petition, sending an email, and more. Earn your way into Global Citizen Festival, Mandela One Hundred on two December at FNB Stadium, featuring Beyonce, Jay-Z, Casper Novest, Nube- DeBanj, Ed Sheeran. Eddie Vedder, Femi Kuti, Pharrell Williams, Chris Martin, Shoma Josie, Tiwa Savage, Asha, WizKid, and many more. Head to globalcitizen.org.za today. Download the Global Citizen app or find them on Facebook Messenger to learn more. We're wrapping up our famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Jerry Elston, businesswoman um, media darling, still, I believe.
1: Non tweeter.
0: Non tweeter. I've been <laughs> teaching her. I literally just gave a crash course on how to tweet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got it now. Now you're going to hear from me lots.
0: And most importantly, I'd say a TB advocate.
1: Yeah, for the national and, government and, and.
0: And demystifier.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Uh,
0: McNuckle says My friend died from TB in 2010. Only took the meds for three months and went back to drinking. He passed on a month later. Wow. Still feel I could have done more to encourage him to stick, uh, to stay the course in terms of the medication. Uh, sorry. Uh, Nomusa says, I've had chest pains for more than a month. I'm scared of going to the clinic to test. Yeah, I, I might have TB because I've seen two of my family members die from TB. It was terrible. Nomusa, please go get tested
1: get tested, uh, start your treatment, stay on the treatment Um, this can be behind you Uh, if you don't do it it'll always be in front of you
2: Yeah,
0: You're off to New York with Miss South Africa.
1: I am. Uh, Holiday? Oh, (laughs) if I took a holiday Um, I'm actually um, joining her and the Minister of Health and the President at the United Nations um, because for the first time in the history of the united nations they're focusing only on tuberculosis
0: that is so dope and, and overdue
1: long overdue and you know the campaign was actually started by um, our own minister aaron Motsoaledi. it's yes. him who who pushed for it um, together with other parliamentarians mm-hmm. to see if governments not just ministers but governments can yeah. get behind the fight for tb it now means that it doesn't that Party lines don't matter, Sure. which is quite exciting.
0: You're going to be addressing world leaders. Do you think you'll get nervous when you're on the on the mic, speaking in public?
1: I do, yeah. actually. Um, who is in the room matters. Yeah. Um, what needs to the message that needs to be shared matters. Mm. Um, I've always been comfortable. There's nothing I've loved more than live television. Um, But when the message is so crucial, Mm. (laughs) you do get a little nervous. You're hoping you get everything out.
0: Yeah. You don't want to mess it up. You only have one chance.
1: You only have, (laughs) listen, this is the first and probably the the only meeting on tuberculosis at the United Nations. Mm. So we all need to be on our games.
0: Pastor Jerry Elsdon that has a nice <laughs> ring to it you're, you're a trainee pastor
1: yeah let's start with trainee T-
0: tell us about the journey <laughs>
1: um you know i've I've always had a relationship uh, with God i I first came to Christ when I was thirteen, fourteen years old mm. um, and in recent years it's very interesting because I've actually started to feel, as though my television my media career mm. uh, my mc career etc was simply preparation
0: ah, for the pulpit yes
1: it was just okay this is how you do it yes now include the word of god the holy spirit etc into the message and let's see what happens and
0: you've always had a captive congregation anyway
1: yes um, and so it's a really exciting time for me. It's um, There's ne- nothing negative about it other than I want to be as careful mm. to ensure that I take good care of what I've been um, entrusted with as possible. So sure. Be it people, be it the word, etc.
0: In closing, what do you still fear?
1: Um... Can I? Can I it's, it would be very interesting for me to say this out loud, but yeah. I still fear that people won't like me. Like when I'm in a room of people and yeah. there's someone whose face is a little off, fresh, yeah. I'm always entertaining that person.
0: Uh, I see what you mean. You know, I,
1: I always feel like I need to tap dance for, and whether they're in a bad mood or they just have one of those faces. Yes. I yeah, maybe that's just a
0: resting bitch face. You
1: I, know? <laughs> Whoa. I always feel I need to tap dance for that person. Mm. And I always hit myself when I leave the room and I think to myself, oh, come on. I, I had
0: a hundred people right. eating out of my palm and I focused on this one guy. Yes,
1: at table number 94. Who
0: might have been born with that face.
1: <laughs> And so that's probably the one thing that yeah. really still disturbs me about me.
0: I think uh, that's probably why you've uh, remained relevant, because you give a damn even about the guy with the resting bitch face that you should have ignored but didn't. <laughs> so I think it's actually a good quality to have.
1: What did you Carry say? Re- resting?
0: A resting bitch face, yes. Okay. Where you don't know if they look bored or they're ugly, or it's just what someone, this someone farted and that's the way they... So it's that rest in bitch face. Okay, like I this. hear you. Exactly. I hear
1: you. Jerry
0: will love you.
1: And I love you. And
0: uh, we will support anything that you're doing especially now that we need to conscientize people about TB and the fact that you can get treatment. You get results within 2 days. Stay mm. the course. I will be one of your Thank you. I'll be one of your, your elves, so use me.
1: Thank you. You're, you're a really big elf, but I <laughs> but I will take the elves as they come. I
0: look good in green tights, so please um, get me green tights.
1: A fresh, a fresher happy birthday to Paul, who does your your sport. Yes, it's um, birthday tomorrow. It was tomorrow. wonderful to meet her. It was lovely to spend time with her. Don't eat too much cake.
0: All right. Bye. Um, okay, <laughs> I won't eat too much cake, baby. I guess it's off. I'm not coming home. Where oh do we fa- Where do we find you online? Okay, Jerry's covering her eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Elston is about to leave the building. You are Jerry live on Twitter, right? Jerry live on Twitter.
1: That I am.
0: Leaving you with a thought for today: with great cap power comes great responsibility, plus the freedom to get the big piece of chicken.